0: Hello, my Zippers and Spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I am going to be recommending a product. Um, I'm also going to give some thoughts on a second product. So the product that I am recommending is Biotene, uh, specifically Biotine Oral Balance Moisturizing Gel. Yep, that's a mouthful. Uh, it is a product that I've been using for years, and I believe it is the primary reason that I've been able to maintain my oral health. The product that I think that people should consider as an adjunct to their oral health is Zyotol. Um, I think that it's important that we first talk about having a dry mouth. If you look up a medication, the odds are that one of the possible side effects for that medication is that it can cause you to have a dry mouth. Even those drugs that are sold over the counter usually have a side effect of dry mouth. Uh, For the most part, this side effect is viewed as little more than a comfort or annoyance issue, and most medical providers don't actually address it. On a day-to-day basis, it's probably true that it's not really a significant side effect. However, over the course of time, having a dry mouth is very likely to lead to dental decay and gum disease. This is often leading people to losing their teeth and suffering significant oral infections. So if you suffer having a dry mouth, there are ways to treat it, not all of which I'm going to be uh, discussing in this uh, podcast because it's really kind of outside the scope of the topic. But it is worth knowing that you can treat dry mouth very effectively and it's worth discussing with your dentist or your primary care provider. Um, The first thing to do is to review your medications and evaluate if there are any of those medications that could be causing or contributing to the dry mouth problem. Then you got to do the risk versus benefit kind of analysis. You got to decide if you can change or discontinue the medication that could be causing dry mouth. And this is always that balancing act. I mean, for those of us with chronic illness, we often choose to take medications, which are likely adding to the problem of having a dry mouth. But in the larger scope of our medical care, having a dry mouth is often the lesser of evils when we're trying to balance our health and well-being. I mean, it's definitely much more important to maintain our ability to breathe with the use of antihistamines that regulate and control and suppress having allergic reactions than, you know, having, preventing dry mouth. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta weigh with those risks versus benefits. So oftentimes we're put in a position where we have to manage that side effect rather than changing a medication. So a second step in treating dry mouth is to use an oral moisturizer. And there are several of those on the market. They can come in sprays, tablets, gels, and these little oral strips that kind of melt in your mouth. Uh, My product recommendation is Biotene Oral Balance Moisturizing Gel. Yep, that's a mouthful, but it's Biotene Oral Balance Moisturizing Gel. I'll make it the title of the podcast so that you can see it written. So if you want to go find the product, that'll help you um, search for it. So the first reason that I recommend it is that there are no added dyes or flavors. This is a huge win for those of us that have mast cell disorders or allergies, and it becomes important to limit the amount of additives in our products. I personally can't have spearmint or wintergreen, which makes finding a good dental product rather difficult as they often add mint for flavoring. Um, So biotin has a lot of products in its product line. Um, this one specifically has no added dyes or flavors, but there are numerous ones in their product line that do include dyes or flavors. And that's why this particular product is the one that I'm recommending. Um, also because it's gel. So the second thing is that it is really easy to use and you have a lot of control over how much you're using at a time. I just find it a lot more difficult to dose a oral moisturizer with sprays and tablets. I found that when I was trying to use a spray, I felt like I was standing there spraying my mouth a hundred times and I still didn't feel like I adequately coated my mouth. And when I was using the tablets, I felt like I had to just kind of shovel them in by the handful in order to feel that they were helping. Um, The thing about an oral spray is that in order for it to actually mist when you pump it, it has to actually be a liquid. So it doesn't really stick and coat the mouth well, which makes it difficult to kind of like move it around and have it film over your mouth. And it's really difficult to aim and spray onto all of the surfaces of your mouth because our mouth is oddly shaped. It's not like spray painting a flat surface. Um, The tablets I found difficult because my mouth was exceptionally dry and it required a certain amount of oral moisture to begin the dissolving process so that tablet could then dissolve into your saliva, turn into a liquid that you could then swish around in your mouth and coat your mouth with. Um, I just feel like the gel is so much easier. You just kind of put a blob on your mouth. Ma- dis- you put a blob in your mouth and the center of your tongue and then you swish This gel around your mouth, much the way that you would a mouthwash, you do that for a few seconds, and then you can either spit out or swallow the biotin product. It doesn't matter either way. Um, and then this gel cloys and clings to the, um, mouth surface so that it can then better absorb into the mucosal lining of the mouth. So I just feel overall a gel product is better because it better coats the mouth and has a better staying power than the sprays and tablets, which is my third point. It's a gel. And gels just coat and stay better. Um, The fourth reason that I I recommend this product is actually true of all of the bioteam product line and is that it is a really low risk option. Um, There are really only two associated risks that we know of, and that is always the risk that you could be allergic to one of the ingredients that it contains. And the second is that the product contains salt. Uh, So there's a chance that it can increase your salt intake related risk. That's it. Those are the two risks. Uh, There are very few interventions, especially medications that come with only two listed potential risks or side effects associated with them. So I really feel like this is a super low risk option. And because of that, if no other reason, I feel like biotin products are worth trying. Anytime you have a product or a treatment option that is super low risk and it has either no known risks or no known side effects or it only has like one or two known side effects you know, it's a really good starting point for your treatment options because everything else that you can do to treat dry mouth is going to come with more risks than this. So just like any possible treatment option, there are downsides. And what those downsides are, are going to depend on you as an individual. For me, I feel like there are three downsides to the use of this product. And I feel like that's, you know... That the benefits of these product the, this particular product definitely outweighs these three downsides. but first is that it works best when you use it very regularly. Um, every four hours on a consistent schedule is when this product has been shown to provide the most benefit. Um, and this is really tough for me. I often forget to carry it with me when I'm out and about, and I just, just don't end up using it. And I'm certainly not going to wake myself up after four hours of sleep in order to wet my whistle. Um, But yeah, it it does absolutely work the best if you are using it every four hours and people feel like, oh, I don't need to use it if I'm sleeping. But the reality is, is that if you snore, have obstructive sleep apnea, or mouth breather, you're increasing your dry mouth by a lot while you're sleeping because you're not closing your mouth and activating the saliva glands in order to coat your mouth. So yeah, yeah. In order for this product to really do its job and really perform its best, we would have to interrupt our sleep. And that's just not something I'm down for. Um, The second downside to this treatment is that you really need to wait to eat or drink for about a half hour after using the gel. And this is true of any oral moisturizer, not just biotin products. Um, and this is because you need to give it a chance to soak in and get into the oral mucosa so that it can actually do its job. Um, and this is kind of like lotion on your skin. If you apply that lotion and then immediately, you know, apply soap and water, it's just going to come off. Um, So for me, this downside is really just a failure of planning on my part um, and memory impairment. So it's really about my ADHD and executive dysfunctions. Uh, So that's why it's a downside for me. Um, I will oftentimes use biotin and then like two minutes later, totally forget that I used it and take a swig of my coffee and completely undo the good that I have done with the biotin. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I feel like this is kind of a downside to this product is that you can completely delete the benefit with a swig of water or coffee. Uh, the third downside to this is that it really doesn't have the greatest taste. However, there are versions of this product line that have flavors added if this is a major problem for you. And there are other products out there on the market that are not biotin that are oral moisturizers that absolutely have flavors. So it isn't a requirement for the product to not taste great. I just personally feel that it not having extra additives and it being mint free is a really important feature of the product and it not tasting great isn't as big of an issue for me as the mint that most flavorings um, end up using. So I have been taking prescription medications regularly for more than 20 years now uh despite having dry mouth from several of those medications i actually have really good oral health i have never had a cavity and i have all my teeth other than the four wisdom teeth that came in impacted and i had to have those all extracted i've been using biotin for most of those 20 years to maintain my oral health and i will even confess that due to having nerve damage from the wisdom teeth being impacted and then extracted I have chronic dental pain. And because of this, I do not brush my teeth every day um, since having my wisdom teeth pulled out. And that was when I was 19 and I am now 41. So, yeah, I, I, I don't brush my teeth every day. Um, I brush them when I feel like my mouth is exceptionally gross or I have like dragon breath. You know, things are just getting some serious smelly funk going on, or if I feel like there's a lot of debris going on. But even then I generally use gum to address the debris problem. Um, because of this, I use xylitol regularly. And this is the product that I would recommend that you consider evaluate and consider using as an adjunct to your oral care, especially if you have dry mouth. Um, Using xylitol after eating as an adjunct to brushing or as a replacement for brushing your teeth um, is a good option for making sure that you have good dental hygiene. The current medical recommendation is to brush your teeth at least twice a day and at least a half hour after having consumed or fluids. And I am not saying that brushing your teeth is a bad practice. In fact, I'm saying that if that is something that you are doing, congratulations, that's awesome because most people can't do it. Uh, Most people fail to consistently brush their teeth daily. Most people fail to achieve twice a day. And most dentists would tell you that they would actually recommend that you do it more than twice a day but they don't feel that that's a realistic goal so they say twice a day uh what i am going to say is that there are so many hurdles for making brushing your teeth a consistent practice that considering alternatives is worth review um Additionally, most people don't brush their teeth in a manner that actually provides much benefit. Um, We don't tend to actually brush all the surfaces of our teeth. We don't tend to uh, brush the gum areas of our mouth. We don't tend to brush our teeth for a sufficient amount of time. I mean, overall... We generally suck at performing the task of brushing our teeth. Because of this, I would say that using xylitol gum or mints just might be a better option. Uh, it can be used most anywhere, even in places that brushing your teeth wouldn't be an option. Uh, you can use xylitol right after consuming food or fluids, which makes it much more likely that you'll actually remember to do it. Uh, most people chew gum or sunk on a mint for a much longer period of time than they brush their teeth for. Because of this, the xylitol has a much better chance of doing the job of reducing the microbial load in your mouth. Um, and gum actually removes the residual food in your mouth as well as brushing does so it's worth considering as an option especially if you have sensory or pain issues yeah you never know it might be the extra thing that gives you the dental health that you've been looking for it's worth considering well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you've been listening to, consider listening some of the other episodes of the podcast and consider giving some support. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye!